Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Tony, what's the worst thing about a LAN? When the person sitting next to you forgets they're out of LAN and they beat you and they trash talk you and then they realize they're sitting right next to you <laughs> and you get pissed off at them. That's the worst thing about That feels like a real personal experience there. Yeah, yeah it kind of is. <laughs> kind of is. Kind of is. is. Whoever you are out there, we know who you are. Yeah. I don't know who you are, yeah. but yeah. No, the worst thing is about plugging your computer in when you get back home. Oh, that is right. the worst. Of course, yes. I Time mean, consuming and uh, it seems somewhat pointless. Yeah. Because it was plugged in before you went to the land. I know. Why did I can't it just be plugged in again? Yeah, damn it. You know what the answer is? What? A land computer. Yeah. A dedicated land, land, land computer. computer. That is the dream. That is the dream. I used to have a dedicated land bag. Right. Oh yes. But like everything in it kept getting deprecated. So I had like you know I had like an extra DVI cable. Yeah. I don't use DVI anymore. I use DisplayPort, but I don't yeah. have a spare DisplayPort cable, so that went out the window. Yeah. Uh, and then I had a power cable, so like yeah. a nice wire. But I started using the wire adapter power cables and all my other stuff, so I didn't have any spares anymore. So that went out the window. <laughs> and just like slowly but surely, everything's gone out of it to the point now where I just go through and raid everything again and throw it all into the bag, pray I don't forget anything, and go to the land, and go to the land. Oh man. Actually, the second worst thing I think is dealing with Matt's farts. That's a right. personal experience. Okay, yeah, yep. That was that was that was an adventure <laughs> in a confined space with lots of fans blowing the air around. It wasn't a confined space. Oh, it wasn't. It didn't matter. Okay, they were they were weaponized. <laughs> uh, Tony, Tony. So yes, I landed up yesterday. Yep. Good times were had by all. But uh, what, what did you get up to over the fortnight? Well, I've continued Battletech and uh, I played a lot of Civilization Six over the weekend just gone. Excellent. And uh, I went to check out my industry mm. and, and got oh. distracted by a game called Warriors of Waterdeep. Excellent. And so you never didn't made even, it to my industry. You never actually got there in the end. Fantastic. No. Yeah. That shows that App Store recommendations are excellent. Yes, targeted quite well. Talking it quite well. Yeah. Well, my industry definitely got its hooks in me. I've been playing that the most out of anything the past fortnight. I just, something about the a combination of um, like the style of game, it's really cool. I'm really enjoying that sort of thing. But I think just the pick up and play so quickly yeah, on your phone. Yeah, that's always good. Super dangerous. Yeah. Super dangerous. Don't yeah. need that kind of distraction. Oh, I've got five minutes. I just pick it up and play it. Yeah, oh Half no! An hour but, later. Yeah, yeah. And it's always oh one more thing. Oh, yeah, just yeah. I'll just make this part more efficient. Yeah. Oh, I'll just make this part more. Yeah. It's a it's a tricky yeah, combination I'll just there. I'll just, I'll just yeah. I got up to the point in the campaign now where I've actually got enemy bases to attack. Oh, and, and so rather having the wa- the waves still come in regularly, yeah. but then you've also got to build units Robots to go to and send out, send out oh. and stuff, which is interesting. It's also. I don't know, a little bit... Uh, Abstracted. Not, well, uh, there's not enough control. Yeah. Like you have a command station that you can basically say attack, retreat, or rally. Yeah. So rally just brings them to that particular command point. Yeah. But that's it. That's the only control you have. So once you hit the attack button, if they all get into a like a long, thin line, yeah. then that's, that's just what you've got to deal over. with. They just walk yeah. into the enemy defenses in, in One this at a time. There's this chain that's like, this is not great. You have, uh, but you have no control to yeah. make it anywhere else. So yeah. I guess it's... Abstracted. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel a bit mm, on that part of it, but I've only done a couple of the basic missions. I'll see what the last few are like as of whether that's going to be a deal breaker or not. Might, might uh, you get me to put the game down and just like, yeah. I've played it now, I'm done kind that's of it. thing. I've had enough of that. 
Yeah, that's it. That's it. But uh, I'm always working out new ways of making things more efficient, which is great. I really enjoy that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if I use the distributor there yeah. and then I put these here, <laughs> I really only need one of these, actually, as it turns out. And that means I can take this seven distributor into doing power and silicon and graphite. Oh, that's a perfect, <laughs> you know, just. <laughs> My base is amazing. Oh, it's so good. So good. But it could be better. If I just delete all these conveyors and reroute it this way, it'll just be a little bit better, Tony, every time. Yeah. So what caught, what was this Waterdeep that caught your eye? Warriors of Waterdeep. It's, Warriors of Waterdeep. It's very... So it's Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I was about to say Waterdeep, sir. So. Yeah, Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. So it's officially licensed. And it's it's kind of weird. It's sort of... The closest thing I can compare it to uh, free-to-play mechanics-wise is... Um, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Mm-hmm. There's not actually... So you don't have a lot of timers. There's only a few timers going on. So when you win a chest from fighting against other people, there's a timer to open it. So you say open the chest now and it'll be eight hours or six hours or four hours depending on what the quality of the chest is. And so you've got to defend it for that long before you get to open it. Oh, okay. Which they've taken from the Warner Brothers version of... of uh, Galaxy of Heroes. That's the same mechanic. Oh, Marvel Strike Force. No, well, oh. actually, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck. They got the same thing. You capture the chest and you got to open it. Oh, and you okay. Got to defend it while you're opening it. Oh, I didn't yeah. expect that. But this has um, custom, you know, uh, foil pack card packs. When you beat the bosses, so there's a campaign mode. Yeah. What's what sort of like is it a turn-based strategy so game? It's, or it's so a, it's you've got four heroes. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's turn-based. You've got four heroes that operate at different speeds yep. and you've got a attack on the battle map. Yep. So you get, you've got a range attack character that does maximum damage at range two. Yep. And then you've got a melee attack character that does maximum damage at range one and can charge into combat. And so you've got all these different characters that do all these... Like a four by four? Yeah. So f- uh, no, it's... It's... I think it's eight. Yeah, it's... No, six. So six squares yeah. up, four squares across, six squares up. Yeah. And there's traps and okay. bridges okay. and fallen yep. rubble and uh, yep, yep. and it's all, all officially it's all officially Wizards of the Coast licensed. So they've got the monsters <laughs> do the right stuff. All right. Yep. So like the fire giant attacks you with his giant fire sword and oh cool. So and they're all immediately recognisable monsters for someone who plays Dungeons and Dragons. Yep. Okay. All okay. So yeah. All right. So top down kind of grid. Yeah. Four characters. Yep. And there's. Things. Yep. All right. Cool. Cool. Um, cool. Time delay, so you cast your your fireball spell, and it's four turns before you can cast your fireball spell again. Um, so the fights predominantly consist of three different rooms and a, a number of combatants in each room, and all your cooldowns and stuff are all linked. So if you use everything in the first room, yep. then you go to the second room and you've got nothing. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, yeah, you have a player level, and then the heroes all have a hero level. And as you unlock the player level, you get to open a new pack with a new hero in it. Uh, and you get to choose one of three heroes, but it yeah. gives you no information about what that hero does other yeah. than it's got archetypes, uh, like the Marvel yep. one with the, the brawler, the uh, scrapper. The yeah, It's got archetypes, and the archetypes are good against the other archetypes mm-hmm. in XYZ. Mm. Uh, so you just basically get to choose which archetype you want, and then you find out what the character is after you've opened the foil pack and unlocked the character. Uh, it's it's all done really well. Opening the pack is really good, and getting the stuff is really good. Then it's got the, it's you've got equipment cards as well. So you've got common equipment, uncommon equipment, rare equipment, and epic equipment. 
that's all level locked, so you can only be you have to be a certain level. Okay. Your heroes have to be a certain level. Yeah. To wear that equipment. Yeah. And then the equipment is what determines what powers you've got. Yeah. So the equipment can also level up if you get more of each of the cards. You convert the cards to power up that equipment. So say you've got uh, a pair of mighty boots on. You're the warrior, and you've got a yep. pair of mighty boots. And what that does is it lets you taunt when you move. Mm. Um, so you get you unlock another pair of mighty boots and it says now you've got two two or three to upgrade to level two. Yep. So then you, when you get your next set of mighty boots, you can upgrade it to level two mighty boots. Mm-hmm. And now it, the taunt lasts longer when you do the taunt when you move. Yep. So okay. there's the yeah. heroes leveling up, the supplier themselves leveling up, there's the equipment leveling up. Then, of course... The better equipment needs your character to be higher level, but then that's leveling up in the background before you can even equip it. Okay. And then they've all got different powers, and yep. then the monsters are leveling up. So there's the campaign mode where you're clearing the mine from you go down the yawning portal in Waterdeep, and you're going to clearing one of the mines. And then there's challenge mode, and challenge mode lets you do the areas you've already done before. Yep. Um, but the it's not as fair. So the monsters aren't scaled to your level. The monsters basically ramp up in level really quickly, but then you get a dice. So there's three bosses, so there's three rooms, and at the end of each third room, there's a boss. Yep. So there's nine rooms with three bosses. Ah. And each one you beat, you get a loot dice. <laughs> yeah. And at the end, you get to roll the loot dice, and that determines what loot you get. Yeah. Yep. I've only ever been able to beat one boss. I've only ever had one dice. Right. But I get the impression that each dice you roll, you then choose which one bit of loot you want. Yeah. So the more dice you get, the more choice you have of what loot yeah. you get. So that's quite a good mechanic. There's no energy. You can just keep going as much as you like. Oh, okay. You can just keep adventuring as much as you like. Oh. Uh, you can retreat that's and there's no real penalty. Surprising. The experience points are measly. So you go up uh, from level one to level two to level three really quickly. Yeah. Then to get to level three to level four is a significant effort. Okay. And you get about – so I, in order to equip the rare equipment, you need to be level five. So I was trying to get to level five to equip some of the rare equipment. In order to get to level five, you need 2,000 experience points. Yeah. And from doing each mission, you get about 12 experience points Ooh. if you succeed and kill the oh. boss at the end of the three rooms. 12. So 12 experience points at top pop into 2,000 experience points. It's an awful lot of times you've got to do it. That's a, it is a lot. Yeah. So, uh, so it gets a little grindy. Super grindy. It, yeah, it gets a little grindy. Okay. Yeah. Which... Uh, okay, so uh, gameplay loop is enjoyable then. Yes. So you enjoy fighting and whatnot. Yeah, and the um, tactics are quite good. That it rewards you for good tactics. There's yeah. critical hits. Oh yeah. So there's nothing you can do about critical hits. That yeah, just messes just up them. all your plans. So mm. particularly as it tends to be, if you get hit by a critical hit, you're dead. Unless you're the tank character, the yeah. warrior character. Any other character gets killed if they get hit Boom, by a critical done. hit. So if you if your cleric gets critical hit on the first turn, suddenly you lost a healer in Ugh. your party, mm. and it's all hard. But there's no penalty for retreating. So right. you still get experience points, you just don't get the loot for retreating. So there's no okay. real penalty. So yeah. if stuff goes wrong, you just retreat Come back and out do again. it again. No energy. There's so no, no energy. No check-in times on this one there? So you mentioned the there's crates. free chests. Free chests. So there, there's a shopkeeper and he's got all these lovely things to try and yeah, get you to spend real okay, money. Okay, there it is. And there's Keep premium currency. Back. So there's gold, yeah. which you need to upgrade equipment and upgrade your heroes. And yeah. then there's gems, which is a premium currency. Yeah. You can trade your equipment to get more gold. And you can use that gold, like bucket tons of that gold, to buy gems. <laughs> oh, so you can trade the in-game oh. currency, but it's not—it's not a feasible exchange rate at all. It's yeah. a ridiculous exchange rate. Okay, and you need the gems to buy the equipment, basically. <sighs> so, and you can use gems to fast open the chest. So, if you've got a good chest, and you want to open it straight away. Yeah, you can use gems to fast open it. You can use gems to redo the challenge events. So, the challenge events you can only do once every eight hours. Okay, but they've got the better loot. 
Yep. But you can spend gems to to do that twice. You can do it twice in eight hours rather okay. than once in eight hours. hours. It costs you 50 gems to do it again a second time. Oh, so there is that whole yeah. spend real money on me. Yeah, right? to get faster. But you yeah, can but... keep adventuring with your heroes if you want to. It's just it gets very, very grindy and there's no – yeah, there's – Is there any PvP – Yeah, yeah, there's an arena. Okay, yeah. so there is an arena. So there's and a reason for you to spend lots when, of money in. Yeah, when you lose in the arena, you lose. You win trophies for winning in the arena yeah. and the more trophies you get, you go up into mm-hmm. difficult, difficulty – Difficult, more difficult arenas, and if you don't fight enough and you lose more trophies, you drop back down to the easier arenas. Mm-hmm. And the loot you get from winning the arena is based on what arena you're fighting in. So there's that whole okay. mechanic. But the one good thing about compared to all the other games that I've played, yeah, there's a there's a significant number of heroes, but you can only have four in your party, so you're only fighting four heroes. Mm-hmm. But each hero has got about six different. Oh, each hero has six equipment slots. Okay. And each of those equipment slots have, as far as I can tell, four different equipment types. Oh. So you can fight the same party and it can be completely different. Yeah, okay. Because they've, that player's got different equipment equipped out. Yep. So it, that even the, so Galaxy of Heroes, once you learn how to fight a specific arena team, you can usually always beat them. You just fight it the same way. Yeah, because there's, there's no, yours is about the same as mine. You might you might get one that's a bit tougher, a bit healthier, or a bit speedier. Yeah. But, but fundamentally, the they're same about the same thing. Yeah, whereas yeah. this has got quite different mechanics. Yeah. Like instead of taunting, the warrior can suddenly do random damage to a random opponent. Oh, yeah, so he just moves around the field and he's damaging you. So, yeah, then you've got to take him out really quickly and... The cleric, instead of healing, can paralyze one of your team members. And so, yeah, okay. there's all these different combinations okay. based on what equipment they've got equipped in. And it looks spectacular. It looks really good. Yeah, okay. And there's secret rooms. And the secret rooms are linked to a specific character. So if you've got that character in your party and they're of a specific level, yep. they'll find the secret room. The secret room will unlock. Okay. And that's got equipment specifically for that character. So there's this whole... Ongoing reward. You can see the rush of characters you don't have. You don't. You can't find anything about them, so you want to unlock them to find out what they're all about. Yep. You fight them in the arena, and they do all these funny, funky things. And you go, oh, I want to have that character do that funky yeah. thing. Okay. So it's got a very good come back and play me link without having to do or resort to energy or check-in timers or anything like that. Yeah. So it's not like it's... I mean, it's still got a little bit of that stuff. They still want... I mean, you know, all these games want you to come back and, yeah, and, and play it every money. day. Yeah. You know, not even... I mean, spend money obviously is the ultimate goal, but at least to keep the game yeah. inside your daily... Yeah, roster. roster routine yeah. kind of thing. So it's got a yeah. bit of that going on. Um, but at least it's not... Yeah, the energy thing is always a bit brutal because you're looking at two or three, maybe yeah. four check-ins a day, not yeah. just a one. I can check in... Do my one challenge, you know, eight yeah. hours. Maybe you can do it three times in a day or, or twice in a day, but maybe yeah. you just do it the once because, yeah. you know, that's a pretty big timer on it. That I'd almost be like, oh, it's not really worth um, coming back again, sort of no, thing, necessarily, exactly. if you missed yeah. it, sort of thing. No. Um, well, how do you defend the chest? You said something at the start there about defending chests. How does that work? So when you defeat enough opponents, yeah. So. Each opponent you defeat gives you a pip. So you've, there's four opponents. So mm. when you get 20 pips, you get a chest. So if you defeat five full arena teams, yeah. you get a chest. Okay. And then the chest varies in rarity. Mm. And then you have four slots and you say which one you want to want to open. So you can only open one chest at a time. Yeah. So you can bank up four chests. Okay. And you can only open one at a time. And I don't quite know how the defense thing works. It uses your team... I don't. Maybe you're not defending the chest. I don't. Maybe I'm just making that assumption oh, that you're defending okay. the chest. Yeah. I can't see any other reason why you wouldn't just be able to open the chest immediately. 
why the chest would have an eight-hour timer on it. But, uh, yeah, yeah. So they will attack your your team, and I, yeah, I don't, I don't ever to appear to have stolen anybody's chest by fighting, but maybe at the higher arena levels, that's how it works. They're certainly yeah. looking setting up that mechanic that you steal the opponent's chest when you beat them in the. Oh, I don't know. Have to wait and see. Yeah, maybe when you get uh, the tutorial is not overly informative, <laughs> as they tend not to be no. these days, yeah. as we found out. But oh. yeah, I don't see why you would have. So in the the Bugs Bunny one, it is informative. You've got four chests, and you set defenders to defend that chest. Yeah, and the timer ticks down, and they'll attack you, and yep. it'll tell you who attacked you and whether you beat them or whether they stole your chest, and you can get revenge, get one shot to get your chest back. So this looks like that, but then it doesn't have any of that. Setting up a defensive team and yeah. giving you feedback. You might not get so only get the higher level. You might yeah. get a higher level chest, and then that opens that mechanic up yeah. where you have to defend. That defend would be yeah. brutal to like have a chest like oh, eight yeah. hours waiting for it to unlock, yeah. and then, then seven it, hours fifty nine minutes, someone comes along and steals, steals it. it. Yeah, yeah, but that encourages mm. you to spend gems to open them straight away to find out what's in them. It does. That could be. That could be enough of an incentive oh. to get people onto spending. And the other thing is, each pack you open. Most of the reward packs has a bonus card that you only get if you're a subscriber. Oh. And it's always the best card, yeah. of course. So subscribers only. Oh. It, so it tells you it tells what you. you didn't get. Yeah. No, no, you can. It tells you what the card is, yeah. and then it says a subscribe oh. button. That, so yeah. you can subscribe immediately Re- to get that reward. Board. Yep. Or you can just say accept, oh. and then the subscribe one burns away. Oh. And burns away, and then you get the rest. So it's, it's quite clever. But it looks great. I think it looks yeah. great, and that's what attracted me to. I yeah. like Dungeons and Dragons, and yeah, it just I can un- I understood it straight away. Uh, and, look, yeah. but some of these games too, like you can play them just for a couple of months and then leave it. Yeah, it go. Yeah, you know, it depends on how yeah. you know you just don't want to spend. I've already pretty much put it down. Yeah, because it, it, when I was leveling up, yep, and I was unlocking new stuff, uh, it was you hit, good. You hit the paywall. But now I've hit the paywall. The that's a pretty quick paywall, then, isn't paywall. it? Really, as well to hit it level. F- if you've only played it for like a, less than a week, less than a week, yeah. and it's already getting to the point now where you're like, "Ooh, this is a bit rugged." Yeah, yeah. I'll probably look check in on it every now and then, but but I don't think I'll be playing it yeah. with the regularity that I have been playing up to this point. So I'm stuck at level four, and yeah. the boss that I've got is a level seven boss, and you need I just can't beat rare it. Rare equipment, so too. I have to just grind to level up my heroes before I can beat the level seven boss to continue the campaign any further. Yeah. Yeah, 12 experience points a pop, and I need 2,000. Oh, but when you level up the equipment, you get yeah. experience points as well, and that's more like 50 experience points to 100 experience points. So the rarer your equipment that you level up is, the more experience points you get, but of course then the more gold you need. So you burn through your gold really quickly, so then it says you don't have enough gold. You want to spend gems to yep. buy more gold. Uh, so then you have to go and grind again free. to grind it's the gold. It's a first up. hits free yeah. Type very of game. much, very much. Ah, oh, it sucks. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I like the you know. When you said water deep, I'm like, I wonder if that's the water deep. Yeah, it is kind of thing. Yep. And like, it did, sort of yeah. did catch my interest, but I'm like, ah, mm. yeah. I don't know. I, I, I compare that to to my industry, my which is completely free. Yeah, and that's just like being, I don't know, super. Um, I don't know, hooky for yeah. me at least. Anyway, yeah. I'm like, ah, why would I? Uh, you know, you can get so much good free stuff why for a pay to play. For a pay to pay to pay. Play to pay to play, play pay to win kind of game. Yeah, it's really it's one of the better ones I've seen. It, yep. it looks really smick. It yeah. looks really good. They've it doesn't really sound too to pressure on you, like kind of thing. No, no it, the fact that you can just keep playing it yes. and not have. To, it's a, I guess maybe that's why it's so grindy because you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. So they want to discourage you from yeah, from just playing it for free. They want you to not play their game and just pay 
paid to buy win. the equipment and then you level up the equipment and then that levels up your hero. Ever been so I don't know, just just saying it through there just then like the whole concept they don't actually is want to you to play, play, the, game. To play the game at yeah. all. But That's, they don't want you to play the game. They want you to spend money to buy the equipment I mean, and then you level up the equipment and that levels up your hero, which bypasses having to play it. And then when your hero levels up, you can then do the next challenge and then the same thing. I mean, I know pay to win is, I know that whole thing, but it's never really struck home how ridiculous yes. the whole thing really yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> so it, it oh, seems okay. to be much more a pay to play mechanic than a pay to win mechanic. Well, I guess it depends on, well, I mean, it depends on the arena, really. That's why I said I've had an arena, because I'm yeah. like, being top of the arena is like usually what you're paying for yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, but this is actually, yeah. you're paying to just play the campaign as well. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, all right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, so that's Warriors of Waterdeep. Now get back and play my industry. Don't get my distracted industry. with these yeah. these shiny yeah. clickbaity games, yeah. Tony. Come yeah. on. My industry. I'll check it out for next time. <laughs> uh, so at the LAN, we played a few games. Um, that I thought were, were interesting. Uh, we played some Human Fall Flat. Yes. Which is uh, a bit of a staple of the lands now. They had a couple of new levels come out and whatnot. The funny thing about that game is that it, if someone wants to troll the group, there's very little you can do to stop them from doing that. Like, until they get bored, like, you basically have to bore them out. You have to, like, either yeah. not play the objective or just hold on to them so they can't move yeah. until they get bored of it and then you let, they let you go and finish the rest of it off. There's very little inside the game to actually kind of Stop prevent that. that. I think they would... And again, could just use one thing to help you somehow punish someone for not yeah. you finish the goal of yeah. the thing kind of, you know? Um, but apart from that, it's a super fun game. I still enjoy just running around and flopping on the ground and <laughs> and trying to jump up on top of things and, you know, jumping on with one arm and hanging off and stuff. Oh, one of the guys who spent ages climbing this damn clock tower, like up and around and this really complicated double jump and swinging across a pendulum, finally gets to the top and goes, oh, I got the gold bar or whatever it was he was yeah. looking for. Yeah. And exactly that moment, two of those people were like, never mind, we found out a way to bypass it. We're, we're on to the next part. And they just <laughs> used a crate to get up over the wall and just went straight to the next <laughs> bit of it. Like it must have been within like 10 seconds of him getting to the top. Like, oh, all that, all that. I mean, but like, I guess he we did didn't it. have to cheat. We did yeah. actually beat it. But I don't know, like it was such a glaring um, flaw in the level design that you could you just put this box it. and just up and over it kind of thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so that, that was fun. Played some Heroes of the Storm. Yes, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, and you were asking... Uh, Why not Heroes of New Earth anymore? Because Heroes of New Earth is way too hardcore, man. Because, um, like, the way that what they've done with Heroes of the Storm, and probably why it didn't succeed as an eSport overall, is that it doesn't have enough depth. Right, yeah. Like, Heroes of New Earth, you've got your characters. Yeah. And then you've got and the combination. builds. Well, yeah, you've got the builds with the abilities yeah. to go against whatever characters you're playing on the other side. Yeah. But then you also have the extra layer of the items and equipping your items yeah. uh, to do different different layer on top of your build yeah. as well. And so... While it's an amazing amount of complexity to add to the game, it makes it very non-noob friendly because yes. you've got to like not only do your build, but then get money. Yeah, and which is why it's fun on the land because you're only playing with your friends. Yeah, kind of thing. Where where with Heroes of the Storm, they just cut that item stuff out completely. Out. There's just yeah. none of that, and so what you had then is a more streamlined game because it's just your character build. Yeah, and it's easy enough just to go to Icy Veins or some website like that and just get a quick. 
overview bill guide of, of like what yeah. just so you can start to learn the yeah, character a little bit unlock this whatever you unlock that so it's way more casual getting into the game friendly yeah. so if anyone hasn't played this one before they can still probably pick a character up and within a few matches have a an idea of how to play the game yeah yeah, yeah there's no easy to pick up new characters yeah there's no last hitting in it either so you don't no. have to like yeah, time wait. it so you can yeah. which i always found was a real dumb mechanic yeah it's a stupid mechanic uh, and it's just a hang i guess a hangover from its warcraft 3 origins right that you had to get the last hit in order to get the xp in that game yeah. was how that one yeah. worked because well, it was not built for a competitive thing no. like this so it no, didn't matter it um defense of the ancients yeah they're like the classic uh and so yeah well, it took us a couple few rounds to what the difficult part is now is just working out who to put on what teams Right. At the yeah. land, because obviously people played it more or less, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And we managed, it took us a few games. We managed to find out a combination that actually was pretty even. Made it fair. And yeah. we had some really great matches. We lost one match uh, by like 6%. We had 6% left in their core. Oh, wow. Um, and then, close. yeah, yeah. So I had the, I had the dragon in this particular. Uh, that's the other thing. Like they got these um, yeah, objectives on the maps. Yeah. And so I, we unlocked the dragon. And yeah, I was wailing on it kind of thing, but they just swamped me and got me with 6% left. Uh, I died because I came out of the dragon and was immediately yeah. melted. Yeah. Um, and then a bit of a, I think it was a bit of like a bit of a luck on their half. They were able to grab two uh, camps along the yeah. way back to our base because we were all dead from that. Yeah, push. Yeah, um, and just pushed in with two camps, and by the time I had revived back, we were already yeah. already, already dead, kind yeah. of thing. So they did a really good, like, because we got, obviously one more push through, we would have had it sort of thing. They didn't push in that well that moment. While at least half of us were dead, maybe not all of us. Yeah, so they did masterful counter strikes. That was a great game. The key to that, I find, mm. is when half of you are dead, mm. the other two or three or however many have to. Stop attacking or mm. also get killed really quickly mm. because the team that's got all of the team attacking mm. will be the team that wins. Mm. So often when I played that, mm. you were caught in this loop where there were always two people were lagging from the other two. Yeah. And you they, wouldn't st- they didn't stop and wait for the yep. other two to come back. They just kept yeah, barreling ahead. That's it. No, you're just going to continuously die. die doing that. You've got to go back. You've got to go back. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's a bit of, well, just not knowing the genre of yeah. how to play how it kind play of thing. It. Yeah. Um, which I think we're all kind of past that now. I think we've got a fairly good handle on how the strategy yeah, should be played. Yeah, you need to taunt them to try and taunt them into attacking you while they're yeah, wounded. That's yeah. it. The problem is more that probably we're all half cut by that stage. And don't really, <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of play that much. You know, kind yeah. of yeah. Uh, so that was once you had good teams. That that's a great game. To play. I still love. I like really it's like mobas. And I love the way they've done that. Yeah. It's just a super easy way to get into it and play and and whatnot. Um, we played Flat Out 2, yep. which is a great destruction derby yeah, that's game. Yeah, a good fun game. But man, like, could just stretch how far we've come, like, doesn't support controllers in the menu. So it's controllers, oh, but not yeah, in the okay. menus. Yep. And like, the default binding is not used to the triggers for acceleration and deceleration, oh, but, yeah. but like, move the stick forwards oh, yeah, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And like, wow, this is really starting it's to show its school. age yeah. kind of thing. But still, that was great fun. We actually just did a destruction derby with the uh, with the crappiest car that you can have. Yeah, and that one lasted the longest, and we had the most fun doing it. So, yeah. like having all the special cards didn't make it any better. Just a whole yeah. bunch of basic cards, little yeah. minis running around, smashing each other. Good times. Uh, the other driving game we did was Rocket League. Yes, and well, I it's not really a driving game. Oh, well, yeah, no, it's a true. sport game. It's a sport game. Soccer, yeah. sport, RC, 
Yeah. It's its own genre. Own genre, it is, isn't it? Uh, and that one, I, the first time we played it, I didn't think I would enjoy it. Not a huge soccer fan, not a huge driving game fan in general, unless I got to deliberately crash yeah. into someone else. Yeah. Not using my thing. That game is so much fun. It is. Oh, it's a- I felt exactly the same way. I'm not a, I mean, I play a lot of soccer with friends on yeah. the same team, Yeah. but I don't enjoy playing it against other people. Yeah. I only enjoy playing with my friends against the computer. Yeah. And I'm terrible at racing games. So <laughs> it looked like it was going to be a recipe disaster. But yeah, it's a lot of fun, that game. I, it's such a great land game as well. Because just like the real game of soccer, which I'm not a huge fan of to watch because it's a super tense game to watch. It's yeah, very low scoring. Goals, There's yeah. a lot of like, you know, moving backwards and forwards and close misses and all that stuff, which I don't find great as a spectator, but actually playing a game like that, yeah. super tense when it's like flinging just over the goal and you're oh, like, when oh, you, is it going to go? When you go straight across the front of the goal. Oh, yeah. Come zooming in and you miss the ball completely oh, really? into the back of the goal. Damn. Ah. So close. So yeah, it's so all that amusing stuff. Yeah, so that was really good. So it's just, we get so rowdy playing that. We'll get yeah. the loudest volume when we're playing Rocket League. Super fun. Uh, we tried out uh, Human Full Flat, Rocket League, Spy Flat 2, uh, Here's a Storm, Conan. Quake Champions. Oh, Quake Champions. Yeah, play a bit of Quake Champions. I don't know. It's the same it's game. It's crazy. You know, yeah. it's good fun. Shoot a bunch of people and stuff. Oh, we always finish up with an Instagib game, um, which is so much fun. But I have... Um, I have trouble keeping up my concentration on that one for the whole match because yeah. you've got use it again. It's like super tense the whole yeah. time where you're like, oh, someone oh, dodging, yeah, dodging yeah. here, dodging here. Like every uh, time you bit. fire, someone may kill you instantly. <laughs> uh, oh my god, uh, sort of thing. Uh, that that that's great fun. Um, no, which we Conan Conan had to say shout out to Dino for putting together an amazing battle arena for this. The idea was to create a I can't do like a one on one tournament. Mm-hmm. Thing in, in which Conan, Conan now exiles the survival game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the idea was to get everyone to this massive arena that he built. So cool looking, flaming things, uh, spikes everywhere, a big <laughs> fiery pit in the middle of it. Uh, and then have people like fight, fight each other kind of thing. Yep. Uh, but. Uh, to get everyone there and into the game and leveled up and everything, had to give everyone admin mode, <laughs> which is fine, but it, like, it takes time. To do this, yeah. and while, while you're doing that, other people are just like, you know, tooling around, but you know, whatever else, me included. Uh, and so one of the guys decided that he would spawn in um, some, I don't know, rhinos into the arena, right? <laughs> I think it's not super obvious how you get rid of the rhinos. So we thought, <laughs> oh, okay, I'll just spawn in some skeletons to get rid of the rhinos. <laughs> and they did, but now he had skeletons in the arena. So he's like, oh, what if I get in... Some table two tigers take care of the skeletons so they could take care of the rhinos. And it just was this escalating <laughs> thing as it went along. Um, uh, anyway, worked out how to delete NPCs. That was great. So got yeah. deleted all them, got all the bodies cleared out. And one of the other guys thought, oh, I'll just spawn in a cobra. And it turns out no that it wasn't a cobra. It was a anaconda and one of the boss anacondas, <laughs> like the three skull bosses. <laughs> and he didn't spawn in one. 
if you hold shift and click it in, it spawns in a full stack. <laughs> so about a hundred of these massive cobras just spawned in the middle of the arena. I turned around and all of a sudden I was just swamped and then eaten by an anaconda. It was amazing. It was so hilarious. And so when I go back, I'm like, it's just they're just crawling everywhere with these huge snakes. They're going up there, just clipping through everything because <laughs> they're way too big for the space. Uh, and then we... I cleared all those out of there and I may have I'm sorry but deleted a few items as I was clearing out all the all the uh, anacondas and missing then like oh there goes a wall sorry <laughs> oh well never mind uh, yeah so there was I don't know just admin mode shenanigans yeah um, <laughs> endless amounts of fun yeah endless amounts <laughs> so I think next time we might have to try a bit more um, I don't know a bit more structure with the old tournament because I think it's a great idea. I want to do it again. Plus, like with the land, there's always a, like sometimes a bit of downtime. Yeah, people are out, you know, getting food, or whatever, you know. So, um, might be good to like have the if you have a tournament like running the whole yeah. day kind of thing, yeah. maybe, and you just jump in mm. when there's a break and have a little Fun battle and mark out who won that round of it or whatever would be really cool. Uh, so we have to work on our little uh, structure for our Conan tournaments, but uh, a lot of potential. Yeah, excellent. Yes, that was Land Day. Land Day was fun. Always is. Land's always fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just putting that computer back together at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That's Brutal. Brutal. So tell me, Tony, about Civilization Six. So it's Civilization Six with the Rise and Fall expansion pack, not the Volcano and Earthquakes and Floods expansion pack. Oh, just the first one, yep. It's a very different game from Civilization Five, Which is very different from Civ Four from very different from Civ as well. Yeah, yeah. So... It looks a lot better. I like the look that they've gone for with Civ Six. Okay. The look is really good. But they've gone this weird thing is that you now build districts. So they wanted to stop your cities being locked into just that one square in the middle. Yeah. So now you build districts and you actually build things outside your city. Oh. Which is a which in theory is a good idea if you have two cities next to each other. Yeah. And you build an entertainment district. And that entertainment district could serve as both cities. Yeah, that would be a great idea. Yeah, but from what I can tell, that's not what happens. Okay, so you end up having to build every district for every city anyway, in order to keep the people happy and yep. keep your science cranking over and keep your money cranking over, and so it does kind of defeats the purpose of having all these different districts. So I don't uh, that either I've missed the point of that and don't quite understand how it's supposed to work, or I just don't really see why they did it that way. Kind of sounds like. Um, why they do it in endless, not endless dungeon. That's one of the endless games. Endless space. No, not endless space. Endless civilization. Maybe <laughs> it's definitely like the endless version of a civ game, okay. like with all the grids and stuff. And you have to do the same thing. You you have your city, your, your main city, but then if you want more housing, you build a housing adjunct to yeah. that city yeah. in the in the zone kind of thing, and then. There are different things inside the zone. If you build something on top of it, you get pluses or minuses yeah, okay. based on that as well. So there's a so not only do you have the um, you know teching up your research or society or whatever else kind of thing, you also got a bit of city planning city to do planning. as well yeah. kind of thing. I don't know that it has anything where like putting things next to each other matters. It's just got to be. Well, Civ Six does. Yeah. Okay. So you, it's much harder to build world wonders now. World wonders have very specific requirements. Ah, yep. So it's got to be built next to a mountain, next to a holy site, or it's got to be okay. built next to a campus that's got an aqueduct yep. in the same city. Yep. And, right. Yeah, and then they actually put the world wonders on the 
map. So it's easy to scan around the map and you can see the world wonders around the map, which is pretty cool. Mm, right. So there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff in it. Yep. Yep. Maybe that's like one of the only reasons they did it was just so they could remove that requirement out from being just a simple Yeah, stuck um, in each city and actually you know, put it on the map. On the map. And, and it's much harder to sack enemy cities now, so that's good. You gotta make much you know, much you don't get surprised attacked anymore uh, because your city can survive about five attacks before it's in trouble. Okay. So that gives you enough time to hopefully rally some resources to go and help it out. Yep. The barbarians are a lot tougher than they have been previously. The barbarians are always one tech level ahead of you, so whatever you've got, they've got one more than that. Oh, really? So they're always harassing you. Yeah. And the only way to get rid of the barbarians is to get rid of the fog of war. Then they won't appear when you can see. They'll only appear in the fog of war. So you've got to try and spread your sight. This Civ Six much more than the previous ones, encourages you to build your cities next to each other. Mm. Because you don't have the the problem with the previous Civ games is you could only work all the squares around your city. Yep. Uh, and okay, so if you had overlapping cities, then half the squares couldn't be used by one of the cities. Yeah. Whereas this one, they don't, they don't, the cities don't grow out in a square; they just grow out organically. Yeah. So you really can have all okay. your cities bunched up next to each other, mm. and they're not they're not fighting each other for resources and stuff. So it's it's interesting, and they. I don't like the religion. It's, it's added religion to it, and I don't really see the point of adding religion to it. It's basically just another combat type. But mm. instead of fighting with military units, you're now fighting with units that spread your religion to the other cities. And it, I don't quite get how religion adds something to it. I understand how culture and tourism works. Yep. I see how that adds to it. That's yep. quite good. And there is a religious victory. So if uh, the whole world follows your religion, you win. But it's not like you can just pursue a religious agenda and not worry about everything else as well. Yeah. Because someone's going to come and attack you. Because if you're spreading your religion to a guy that's got a better military than you, he just sends his military to kill you. Then your yeah. religion doesn't matter anymore. So it's interesting. What a weird. It's a weird, weird. abstracted combat system. And, and you can have military, uh, you can have religious fights. So only the religious units can fight the other religious units. But then it's basically exactly the same as a military fight. <laughs> So, it's, it's, yeah, I don't quite get the religion. Hmm. I don't quite get the districts and I don't quite get the religion. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But it looks good. It's still fun to play. It's got all that just one more turn mm, one more stuff turn. about it. That's the main thing, isn't it? The World Wonders, uh, there's so many more World Wonders than there used to be. So it's really yeah trying to work out how that World Wonder benefits me was kind of challenging. But Oh, but because there's so many more. Because there's and so they many have more. This yeah, there's requirements. requirements. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people are just going just down that route. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and maybe that's the religion. Is there? I guess my question is: there is, is there a non-religious? Like, you can ignore religion entirely if you want to. Yeah, but like, I feel like it needs a foil, like atheism. Well, the problem with atheism is, is the lack of religion it sort of makes it hard to like. Does it like stop you from pursuing a science agenda? Like, if you go fully religious, does that then push your science ability no, growing no, down? No, it's a completely. It's just a completely another. And, Bolt on over the top. Top of everything yeah. else. So they've got rid of the whole – they got rid of this in Civ Five. I think the whole trading money for science that used to be linked to your tax rate. Yeah. They've got rid of that several iterations ago and now your money is separate from your science and your culture. And okay. It's just like that. It's like your religion is separate from your military and separate from your science. And they the systems used to be a lot more intertwined, I feel, than they are now. That's surprising they went, oh, I'm just dumbing it down, I guess, making yeah. it less complicated. Yeah. yeah. You know, gives them more design choices, I guess, too, because they have to yeah. unpick all this overlapping, interconnected stuff. Stuff. Yeah. But it's fun. Definitely got that one more turn aspect to it. 
so many leaders to choose from, and the leaders have really reasonably good. So the civilizations are distinct from each other again, which is quite nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the computer taunts you a lot. <laughs> the computer's always tell- taunting you, which is hilarious. Oh, I see you've got a very puny army. That's fine. If you want to live that way, that's fine. And Excellent. What are you building World Wonders for? Don't you know that we're building all the World Wonders? Oh, okay. <laughs> so they've all got their own Throwing agendas and they yeah, taunt yeah. you based on their agendas. So Do you get, um, does Gandhi threaten you with nuclear war again? No. No, they fixed that. Gandhi's <laughs> they- much more peaceful. Okay. That makes He yeah. does taunt you for being a, uh, a um, warmonger though. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, at least it's sort of a bit more thematically correct. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. I'm trying to find what that Endless game was. Oh, okay. Because yes. it's going to bother me until I um, find it. But, you know, I do have a couple of Steam games. Yeah, just a few. That's a new it's layout, not, um, too. Oh, yeah, this is the Steam beta that they just Steam released. Steam beta, okay. Yeah, it's got the new store with all these um, big cover I images. Like um, except for the ones that, that pit, like games that don't have the, them. You see that like, Cute Games obviously hasn't done anything because yeah. Nom Nom and both monsters don't have the big don't banners. They've got no. these little, um, yeah, the, little the old... I don't know, uh, uh, landscape yeah. ones. Tiles. Tiles. Yeah. Uh, I'm resistant to change, so I, so I, I doubt I'm going to change my Steam library. I've just got the details. Endless Legend. There it is, up the top. Is that it? I don't know. I'm trying to work, I'm trying to tell from this store page what the game looks like. Because there's a few, there's a whole bunch in this um, Endless series. I reckon it's going to be Endless Legend. I reckon that's it. That's the 4X game. Oh, uh, typical Steam. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, 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 that's the 4X. And yeah, yeah, Legend. Yeah, which okay. I played quite a bit of. Okay. Uh, the old... Well, I never really any of the Civ games, and I right. got this for free. Uh, or, well, I don't know, in a bundle or something like oh, that, nice. I presume. I didn't actually yeah, go out it. and buy it, yeah. but I thought I'd check it out. Um, I do like a good 4X game. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I don't think for like I said I haven't played too many of them, so I don't really yeah. have a great baseline to go I from. I played a bucket load of Civ. Yeah, oh, endless legend. I might see if I can ever get another key for it. I'll send you, I'll you one. Yeah, thank you. Good. Have a look, see. Um, oh, and I was playing Civ Six multiplayer all weekend as well. That's the other thing. Hot seat. Oh, so you not a single player. You actually yeah, into multiplayer. Multiplayer, which right. was fun. We we both got stuck on the same island, so we ended up we were right next to each other. So we oh. ended up working together to try and. Take out everyone else. Take out map. everyone else on the map. Yeah. So, right. so it's a five-player multiplayer. Uh, we got eight. Eight. And eight. Jeez, eight. That's a yeah. lot of. Yeah. Uh, the two con- basically it's a two-continent with several islands. Yeah. Right. And four sieves on each. Okay. Continent. Oh, we got no. It must be more than eight because we've got Amsterdam, uh, the Congo, and. Genghis Khan, the Mongols on our continent. So there's five. So it's ten players. Mm. Five players on each continent. Okay. Yeah. And That's a lot of people for yeah. a match. Oh yeah, and it's chaos. The room. Yeah. yeah. It's guaranteed, and there's got to be desert in the middle of the continent too. Yeah. So it pretty much guarantees you're going to have living room problems. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So I guess of Genghis Khan just going to expand it everywhere. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> It's, it's good. So the leaders all have good. their own their own Traits. pros and cons and yeah. all that stuff still. Yeah. Mm. You weren't a huge fan of Civ. No, no, no. It wasn't Civ Five. That there was the other one that they released uh, in between. Oh, the yeah, yeah. One. Um, Beyond Earth. Yeah. Yeah, very disappointed with Beyond yeah. Earth. This is, but this is definitely... This has gone back to civilization roots. Yeah, they haven't tried to do something... Different. Yeah, so they've tried new things, but they haven't deviated from their roadmap. Yeah. They're still singing from the same hymn book. They're just trying a different hymn. Yeah. 
whereas Beyond Earth was a completely different type of game. Yeah. And right. it did not work. Disappointing. Good stuff, though. Yes. You're going to keep cracking on with Civ 6 then for a while, you reckon? Uh, no, I've got PAX next weekend. Oh, very so, exciting. Yeah, that'll... Then I'll get back to Battletech when I get back from PAX. Oh, Battletech, eh? Battletech. That old chestnut. Yeah. Hey, you play any more of that? Uh, it didn't get better. Oh. Yeah. So we're going back and play more of it then. I'm still enjoying it, but yeah, it's but still it's got all the same old problems. problems yep. So there's no need for me to rant on about that anymore. No, I, I just ranted, uh, ranted enough, enough last, episode. last week, but yeah. it's still the same game. Oh, it's a bit yeah. of a bummer. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, next, when you get back from Pat, well, we'll get back from our prospective trips. We'll have the Outer Worlds. To I nearly about. called it the Outer Wilds yeah, again. I knew, I knew we were going to. That's yeah. why I got in Yeah, first. good, good. I'm glad yeah. you did. I embarrassed yeah. myself by still yes. <laughs> admitting that I was going to say the wrong thing. So we'll go back to the podcast route and we'll both be playing the same, same game, game and we can talk about the same game together, which is where, Excellent. why we started this whole shebang. We did. We did. Yes. I've enjoyed our little playing other things, seeing what's out there and whatnot, which we'll continue to do. I think we'll still keep doing check ins of yeah, what we're yeah, yeah, Playing, shall we play? Play, you know, yeah. kind of thing. No, I miss us both playing through the same game. Yes, and same here, same here. Damn you, Anthem, for ruining yeah. our... It just threw yeah. us right out there, didn't it? It did. So bad. Did. I haven't even... I haven't gone back, actually. No. Um, I to, never... I got all that currency that I never spent. It's never spent? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think they're... Well, the Cataclysm has to be over by now, oh, I suppose. Definitely. yeah. So I don't know if I... I should log back in just to see if I can... Uh, like, if there'll be like, a quest for me to, like, wrap up the storyline. Yeah. Because the story was only... Well, I don't know, half done or whatever. You know, it wasn't finished by any stretch. Um, Definitely needed uh, some resolution. Oh, I wonder what they're going to do with that. No, okay, I was going. Now I'm curious. Yeah, I won't check it out before we leave. When we come back, I might um, just log on for a few minutes and see if anything's happened. If anything's changed, (laughs) the game might be closed down by that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I don't know. That wouldn't even last a year. Do you think they would do that? They moved it onto EA Access Basic. Don't look a part of the premium subscription anymore. You get it with the with basic with the basic. Oh, really? Wow. Subscription service now. Okay, that's not never a good sign when they start to uh, give it away for free. Well, not effectively for free, five bucks. Like, you know, five bucks. Yeah, I think it's more than that actually. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I think that Microsoft one the the Game Pass is pretty good. Pretty good for yeah. again Microsoft coming in from a position of not being in strength. I guess so they just, yeah. you know underball it, get people yeah. onto the service, and then jack up the price later. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, until we return. Yes. Well, it's normal, normal schedule oh, for our that's listeners. right. Damn. That's right. Just yeah. asked the recording just early. Yeah. The recording sorry. early. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Well. Uh, just as normal. It was normal. We'll see you next episode. You know what I said. See you next episode for uh, the Outer Worlds. Thank you, Luke. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.